0: Hey guys, welcome to session 13. I particularly love this session because I think it does a really good job of showing you basically the challenges and changes that continue to come with growth. And so in this episode, you're going to hear about a change that happened for Sam, actually two really big uh, changes, one in business, one in life, how she's navigating that. Um, But we're also going to get into the really practical pieces of that too, in terms of delegation promotion and strategy around that. But also, you know, it really helps you see like you can still move forward even in the midst of big changes. You can still put great strategy into place and all of that, which is really, really important because I think so often when we're having these big upheavals or big changes in life and business, we tend to want to pull back on everything else. And so hopefully this episode will give you permission to keep moving forward to find the strategy that works for you even in the midst of big
1: changes what's going on um you know not much I am speaking to you from inside my new office in my house that I own so crazy so yeah this is like a long time in the making we were basically trying to buy a house for like the last nine or ten months so um yeah it doesn't feel real but we're here and I have a dedicated office that's very exciting and I have good wi-fi which is also very exciting
0: so what's your plan? Are you going to kind of plant in Jacksonville now? Are you guys still going to travel? Like, what does that look like?
1: No. Yeah. We're literally just like getting the house like set up um, and like chilling for January and February. That's the plan. And then like, we're, we're going to the West coast for like a couple of months in March. So we're still going to be very like, uh, like I think instead of full-time travel, we'll be like more part-time travel, but um, just like using the house as like a home base. And so that Basically, we just like wanted to make sure we were like in a house, and any renovations that needed to be done were done like before we tried to start getting pregnant so totally, I think that's like a really nice transition
0: for you too, where like you still have the r v and the freedom and flexibility of travel, but you have the home base, like you're kind of bridging that gap now, right exactly,
1: like I love traveling so much, but i in like especially during the fall, I was like, oh, but it would be so nice like. Not be traveling, and then, but like while well, I'm stationary, not just be living in the camper like in the same place for many months oh. at a time, because that is not as exciting, um, so yeah, I'm excited to have a home base and and then you know be able to do go wherever from there, so we're starting to plan some like smaller trips after we get back from the west coast, um like during the summer and stuff like that, so it's fun, I'm excited
0: that's so nice, I love that, I think it's also really cool to just. Like, I think you're a really good example and just kind of showing that through this journey of, like, the grass isn't always greener either way. It's basically just, like, what feels good to you, right? Like, it's great to travel. It's great to have a home base. Like, I think whenever we have one, we tend to glamorize the other. You know
1: what I mean? Oh, for sure. And there was also, like, it's really funny. My husband and I were talking about when we first started house hunting because we hadn't even been traveling for that long when we first started house hunting. But, um, you we're know, like, is it weird that, like, we are traveling, but, like, we're already looking for a house? Like, you know, does that seem weird? Like, almost, like, what are people going to think? And I was like, well, I don't really mm-hmm. care what people are going to think. So we just, like, have to remember that. Like, why do we care? Like, we're just going to do what's right for us. And, like, we're lucky enough to both be successful and making enough money where, like, we can do both. And, like, great. Totally, and it's
0: just so good to be able to see like. And there are pieces I love about traveling. There are pieces I love about being home. And so the
1: fact that we can even do both is like the magic, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm really excited and happy. So and, good. And by you know, handing over that much money in one shot was very intense <laughs> but totally. um but yeah so it's fun so now I have this giant empty house that I get to like decorate and buy a bunch of things for and spend more money on so
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like where they get you right like you spend it all up front and then you're like oh wait
1: but there's still more <laughs> yeah and it's like you know we own zero furniture right because like the only furniture we own is in the camper and like that is staying in the camper so that and people like oh when are you moving in and we're like we're literally just bringing like our clothes so right now like (laughs) so like today like an hour
2: ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) so funny so give me an update on life and business what else is going on
1: yeah so that's the other thing is like I know we're talking about so one of my um they, well, I don't really, like, I've really tightened up the price point of all of my clients. So I don't really have, like, one client who's really big and then a few clients who are smaller anymore. They're all kind of, um, I mean, they're really all within, like, $1,000 a month of each other now. Well, no, le- less than that even. So one of my clients that was really easy, they were just, like, super low-key, whatever. Um, they are, like restructuring or something so they paused their services and they're already saying like they already were saying you know they definitely want to come back but they have to make some like higher level decisions and they just feel like they're not really going to be able to be in a space to like even give me the information I need Mm -hmm. to do the work for them which was like not a surprise And I had set up a meeting to talk about strategy for this year because I was kind of like okay like I need some information to be able to do my job so that wasn't like a huge surprise but it was like you know, shitty, like obviously that was like not ideal. So then I was kind of like, well, fuck, like I just grew my business by six figures in the last few months. Mm-hmm. And now because my clients, I have raised my prices so much, like when I lose a client, it's usually like a $25,000 in projected revenue loss. Mm-hmm. But then when I, and that, but then it's also just like, right, but I only need one client to get that back. So it's really weird because the amount of money is so much, but it doesn't really stress me out because it's also like, not it's not like I have to go out and get like five new clients right now. Like I know I only need one new client to make that back.
0: One of the downfalls of raising your prices does mean that you will have big dips if you lose a client, right? So for Sam... One client is 25k right now, so she experiences this huge feeling of dip in her business when that client is lost, right? But it also means you only need one new client to replace it. So it's all relative, and it's really, really important to keep that in mind. You know, if a client pulls out of something, or ends their contract, or leaves your agreement, or partnership, or whatever that is, right? It can be so easy to catastrophize, like, oh my God, we've lost 25k. But the truth is, it only takes one client to replace it. So it's really staying in that place of. Yes, raising prices does mean the potential for bigger dips if clients go away, but it also means it's easier to replace that income very quickly because you only need one client to get there. We're not talking about 30 people that we have to go find. So it's really important to keep that perspective and keep that in mind.
1: So that doesn't really stress me out, but then I was just kind of thinking like, well, shit, what do I do now? Like, do I need to like you know, now focus back on getting the agency back up to 200K in projected revenue. And like, but I've been feeling like so frustrated with the agency and like it's taking up so much of my time. So I know that if I go back and just add another six figures again to my business, like, I'm going to feel the same way I did when I just did that in the last three months. So um, And I just like was not feeling good to me, and I was kind of like, why? Like, I don't really care. It's like getting to a certain amount in the agency was like never the goal, right? Like that's what we've been talking about the last few sessions. The goal is like paying myself at least a hundred, if not a hundred and fifty, in salary, and only working twenty to twenty-five hours a week. So then I just kind of th- was thinking about like, well, okay, and like, what if I just instead like grow the agency again, like do a little bit of lead gen, but like just grow it slow, more slowly while I'm simultaneously growing the coaching business. And that just like, as soon as I kind of was like thinking about that, I was like, "Wow, yeah, that feels kind of good. And then I know I put it, I like chatted you at Basecamp about it. And then like, by the time you even saw it, I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I decided that's what I'm going to do. Cause I started like thinking, it just like felt really good. And like, that is going to really allow me to get back to that place that I was in, like in like August which was like I was working and I was probably working like around 30 hours a week but like I just felt like so much more expansive like I had so much more bandwidth and right now that just like feels so good to me so basically like the plan is I need to do some lead gen like that has to happen no question um for the agency but basically I'm just gonna try and get like one new client for February and then like keep focusing on the coaching pete like onboard that person great it'll be slow like i'm still keep working on processes and stuff and workflows with my va and my obm so like that'll all be really tightened up um by the time i even take on another new client and then be focusing on the coaching piece because like also if i start to grow the coaching piece like the agency doesn't need to grow as much if i don't want it to right like if i think about it as one big bucket of money um And then kind of just, like, maybe shoot to, like, add one new client, like, per month until I hit whatever amount of either money or work feels good for the agency. So that's the plan. And I actually feel really good about it. So that's great. And I'm very happy that I feel, like, confident and stable enough that I'm not, like, losing my shit about it right now. (laughs) Um, Like, I'm actually excited.
0: Totally. I think that, like, a good reflection here, and I think just something to, like, keep noticing and pay attention to, I think, like, especially as you're, like, getting more into the, like, woo genre <laughs> here, but it's, like, we so often get exactly what we actually want, not what we say we want. Right. Right? So it seemed like there was, like, a period of time there, and it would well, not, it seemed like there was a period of time there where you were, like, I don't know if I'm meant to do the 200K thing. Like, it's good and I'll deal with it, but, like, you were feeling such a pinch from, like, the responsibility that came with all of that, Right. right. Yeah. And so it's, like, really cool because in many ways, like, this client leaving or whatever, like, you almost manifested, like, exactly what you actually wanted. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, see that or own that sometimes because, of course, we're like, well, I wouldn't want a client to leave. And it's, like, sure, but, like, actually, like, the exact outcome you're wanting is what got created in this. And, like, when we can, like, look at that and kind of take ownership for that, it's, like, super helpful because – we're pretty much always getting what we actually want, right? Yeah. One thing I notice over and over again in myself and in clients is that we get what we actually want, not what we say we want, right? So sometimes we say things like, I really just want to like grow as fast as possible. But what Sam actually has been wanting is a little more space, especially as she's, you know, moving into her new house and all of that. And she's been really craving that you've heard that pattern in the last few episodes. And so that's why like aligning priorities and actions and desires and having so much clarity there is really, really important because nine times out of 10, we're going to manifest what we actually want and not what we're top level saying we want and it's really beautiful to watch how that's played out here and it's such a good reminder that we're never not in control right when we lose a client it can feel so disempowering but what i really want to reflect here and help sam see is that in many ways she had a desire for this as much as she didn't want to admit it or as much as she maybe didn't realize it top level like she was craving more spaciousness and this kind of, you know, ability to pull back a little, and so I think it's just really helpful to see that because it brings back the power and it reminds us that we really can get what we want. Our job is to just get in alignment with what we actually want, with what we say we want, and all of that, and to let that play out in the way that serves us
1: best. Literally, there's this um, like quote that has been going around and it's from yes supply and it's literally what if everything you are going through is preparing you for what you asked for and I saw the other day and I was like okay yep that's that's it accurate like that's what's happening so yeah and then basically like it is funny because I'm like so in the woo so I now not so in the woo, but I'm more woo adjacent now right so it's kind of like I can really recognize like wow how like it's really great and I can like really appreciate that like I'm not freaking out it's like I know I've built a really great business and like I know exactly how to get leads so it's like when this happens it's like it's like not I'm not freaking you know I'm not just I'm not losing my shit that I just bought a house and lost a client because I'm I'm still making over six figures and I know that I can you know money flows to me freely and like all that crap
0: <laughs> all that bullshit yeah, all no I'm that. kidding but it's so true right like it's like being at that place too where it's not only like I know I can replace it but it was actually like this was for me like in many ways like this is what I was craving was to have was to lighten the load in the agency a little bit and like I wouldn't have fired that client but like that actually worked out
1: for people, right? yeah for sure for sure
0: Something really helpful to see here is these two very big changes in Sam's life, right? Lost a big client, also bought a house happened so simultaneously. And she's not freaking out because she truly does know how to get more clients. So this is like the thing that I harp on and try to drive home so consistently and so constantly on this podcast with my clients, etc. Is like when you know how to get clients, everything does feel better. It doesn't feel as disempowering, it doesn't feel as stressful, it doesn't feel as intense. So really knowing that like you know how to get clients. So even if your biggest client leaves when you're in the middle of buying a house, which would be very, very stressful for most people, you're like, it's cool. I know how to get clients. So I just want to take that moment to point that out and that I can't stress enough how figuring out that process in your business may take time, but is the most worthwhile place to put your effort. Because when situations like this happen, when big changes or big upheaval occurs, that is what will keep you feeling grounded and empowered in your business. And so I think that uh, where we're at is basically like goal is still like agency needs to be at 150k like that's, that's like the our minimum line, right? yeah
1: that's the minimum
0: like we're not dipping below that especially in terms of like team and all of that like 150k just needs to to be the thing it makes sense. Um, where are you with like, I know there were other clients like waiting to come off the fence in the agency
1: too. Yeah. So I have one that now it's like for a restaurant and now they've decided that before they want to do all this marketing, they want to like spruce up the restaurant. So they're like on hold, at least until March. And then I have this other one who I'm hoping that I'm going to hear back from soon, but they would start, they'll be starting maybe February, if not March. So, um, so yeah, I, I basically, I'm like treating those as like, great. If that happens when it happens, that's fine. But like, I'm not waiting for that because I need to get like one to two more clients basically like as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, because like the agency, like I want to still make sure that I'm paying myself six figures and still be able to have my VA and my OBM. So like basically like 150 is the minimum. Um, So, yeah, so basically I'm just, like, going to be doing lead gen the next two weeks, which is fine. Um, I'm just going to spend some time doing that. Slash, I've, like, set up processes to have uh, my VA help me do that a little bit. Um, So, I like, with the coaching side of things. So I'm going to have her help me do some lead gen for the agency. Um, Like, in Facebook groups and stuff like that. Just, like, initial lead gen.
0: Totally. And I think that's really smart in terms of like, because that's a process that's so easy for you, making that transition to her being able to do it is really helpful because like, you know, the process, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, I'm running my challenge next week. So it's like, realistically, like this lead gen does need to happen. But this week, I'm finishing prepping for that. And then next week, I'm going to be hosting it, right? So it's like, I will have you know that's not all I'm doing next week but it's going to feel tighter in the next weeks but like that lead gen needs to happen so you know that means that she's going to be needing to do it
0: totally and that's the smartest thing to delegate to her because your process is so locked in we're like this is the first challenge you've run so like that really needs to be you kind of exactly
1: yeah exactly
0: so to go off of what I was saying before around knowing how to get clients, it's also a process that she's able to delegate because she truly does know that process. So she can delegate lead generation to her VA because there is an actual process around it that works for her. Now, doesn't mean you'll be able to delegate every single piece of the lead gen. Of course, Sam's yeah, still gonna get on the phone with people, but you know, even some of my clients that are further along in their business have other people that do their sales calls even, right? So once you have a process for lead gen that really, really works for you in your business, not only is that super comforting, but you can actually start delegating that too, right? So we can delegate to that to the VA because it's so clear and so precise and so specific. So remember that it's not just that feeling of empowerment that it gives you, but it really does allow you to get it done quicker and faster and delegate it, which is so, so valuable as you're growing. Okay, beautiful. So we're going to delegate as much as we can. Yay. And uh, tell me where we are with the challenge. Give me a little update there. So
1: I have the landing page for the challenge. I've been posting in the feed every day. And then I've been going onto Insta Stories every day to promote it. I did post in some Facebook groups I need to go in and post again in Facebook groups. And then I have a friend who has – she, ha- like, owns two Facebook groups. And one of them, it has, like, 2,000 members. So she's going to post about it in her Facebook groups. Um. And then I have somebody else who I think is going to like share it with their audience. So I'm doing some cross promotion there. I basically ended up like, um, you know, and I built the landing page, I prepped that content. And then like the initial like welcome email, I sent a email to all of my coaching app- scholarship applicants. And then and they're getting a follow up email tomorrow. And then also I reached out to everybody who entered the digital strategy intensive giveaway um, and DM'd them and invited them to join. So I've had some people joining already, but it's like already, I, I wanted those two weeks, but it just like, I wasn't able to get the content prepped in time. So now I'm like really trying to make sure I do as much as possible to get people into the challenge. I do think I need to promote more that I'm like, I was thinking about promoting more that I'm going to give away a free digital strategy intensive. And like, how could I use that? to try to get more registrants for the challenge. And so my friend who I'm in my mastermind with mentioned, she was like, well, what if you like said, you know, because during the challenge, if they are engaging and like posting about it and stuff, they're going to get more entries. So she's like, Mm -hmm. what if you just did that now before? So like they can start promoting it and like tag you in it. And then that can be an extra entry. So I'm going to do that um, to try to get just like um, people who are joining the challenge to share about it. Um so I'm just trying to figure out like any other ways I can promote it and get people to join.
0: Yeah, so I think like one of the biggest things that I would say there is like obviously you're on the right track. I think like being in other groups is really really important for you mm-hmm. there and like I would say like really consistently like even in mine for example like be sharing that daily, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like just a huge gap in terms of like opportunity because like Obviously, it's good to be sharing on, like, your page and stuff like that. But the thing is, is, like, we we don't have enough people there
2: yet that, that
0: that's – we don't even know if that's the right audience, really, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, being in the other groups where there is the right audience, so to speak, is just the biggest win for you right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, like, being in there a lot. Like, so not just, like, once or twice, but, like, as much as you possibly are allowed to
2: within the frame of those roles, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I was trying to think about, um, like I want to do, I'm going to do like a tag someone, you know, who would benefit from this. So I was just trying to think of like some other wording, you know, to try to get actual comments. Cause then I can like follow up with those people manually, you know what I mean? So in those groups or like, and I'm following up with people, like even people who liked the posts, like I'm following up with them and inviting them to join the challenge, like personally. So, um just trying to, like, make the most out of those, any engagement that's happening on those posts in the groups, and then trying to figure out, like, how to get more engagement so that I can follow up.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I think you're probably doing this, but this is just, like, a smart thing. Like, one of the best ways to get more engagement is obviously just to also be engaging in those groups and yeah. so making sure your VA is doing that as much as possible because mm-hmm. the algorithm's just going to be in your favor
1: then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been doing that a little bit this week, but I need to do a bit more.
0: Yeah, like it, it's it's really like the irony of it, but like if you go in and have your V engaged like a ton more over the next week, that's obviously going to help significantly, right? For sure. More so even than having the right engagement question potentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing, and we can talk about this a little bit, and it's just going to be like a muscle to flex. But I went through the promo posts. Mm-hmm you are like just totally underselling yourself still. So I just want to like chat about that a little bit. Cause I know for you, it probably feels like, Oh no, I'm for sure talking about it. But like, even in there, I feel like there's so much more we could be adding. And honestly, I feel like that's really the biggest differentiator for people. Like when they're scrolling through a group, like, are they like, Oh, like a lead gen challenge to scale your business? Or are they like, oh, wait, what the fuck? She added uh, 80K in revenue in three months. Like now I'm interested in lead gen from her. Like it's annoying, but it is like the biggest factor that makes a difference. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, it does. I think that's like it's funny. I'm like not really practicing what I preach because it's like I tell them like literally you probably think you sound like a broken record and maybe one person has seen it. So Mm -hmm. I just need to like practice what I preach and I do have like a bit of a like you know now I say you know yeah I grew my business to 50k while working full-time and then when I left my job I you know grew up by 150 in 2019 100 of that which was in less than six months um you know I work with my clients to, like double their revenue um and um you know I work with multi-million dollar a year in profit clients as well so those are like my big um billboard items
0: which you totally did not say the multi-million dollar thing once in those
1: I think I went back and added it after you okay (laughs) after you gave me because I forgot but like I wrote all those out when I was doing the digital strategy intensive so I just like went back and and lifted those
0: perfect and then like basically like almost listing those out on every post where like to your point like you are going to send like a broken record to yourself Mm -hmm. But like, those are things that are really going to make the difference. And does like someone see you as an expert and want to give you their email address and be part of your challenge? Or are they like, I mean, that's cool, but no thanks, right? Right, yeah. Um, I think another big thing that I would add there too, that I feel like is a credibility marker that I want you to put down, is that not only have you been doing like, like lead gen. But like you've run the gamut there, like you've done organic marketing, you've done paid ads, like things like that also give you a ton of credit because a lot of these people are probably asking themselves those questions. And if
1: they know you've done all of it, like your credit goes up significantly. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, I I don't think about it. Like, I guess I don't think about it from that perspective because it's like I, I haven't done paid for my business because I haven't needed to, but I do it for my clients. Yeah. So uh that makes sense
0: and that just gives you a different level of credibility like right like you've been doing paid lead gen and ads for multi-million dollar businesses like that like now we're talking
2: right
1: right
0: yeah and taking the the ownership of that in like a really big way we're like that's basically their reason to join the challenge is because you not only got this result for yourself, you get these results for clients. You're behind the scenes in like really big businesses. You're seeing every kind of lead generation out there. Like that messaging has to be the forefront right now because people don't know you enough to like for that to be assumed. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that feel uh, easy to go back and add even more of that? Or does that like Feel weird, or is it just that you're like I just forget, or what
1: comes up? I think I forget, so it's like I did. I went back into the post and I added all, like that language into every single one of the posts. So I think I okay. just have to remind myself when I'm, and I did it. I did it yesterday in my stories, like when I'm doing stories and stuff. I need to like remind myself to talk about it and probably add it to my landing page. I think I
0: did actually. Maybe I think that was my feedback yeah. on the landing, or part of my feedback on the landing page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that's just an edge to keep playing with and leaning into and reminding yourself about, like, having that as, like, a, you know, posted on your desktop or whatever. Right. <laughs> and just looking at that and pulling from that every day is so,
2: so relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even putting some of those things in your Instagram bio. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I don't even know what my bio is right
1: now. I'm really bad about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have my eye health. Is like kind of on track, but I could definitely judge it up a little bit.
0: Another like obviously not all groups offer or allow this, but like another great way to like kind of boost that engagement is to kind of do one of those ladder posts, which people think are annoying, but like also work really fucking well of like, hey, I added, you know, six figures of income to my business in the last six months while working behind the scenes and doing digital strategy for multi-million dollar businesses do you want to know my top five lead generation tips comment
1: below oh that's a good idea okay yeah like that simple and they comment below and are like yes and you're like beautiful join my challenge (laughs) yeah yeah because I feel like normally I just talk about I don't know I do it in a slightly different way where like I'll talk about it and I'll be like I'll say something like what would you benefit for this or something like that so it's just like a little bit of a different tweak almost because it's like yeah they're responding because like they are hoping I'll just like comment it or something like in the post well it's
0: basically just being direct enough to be like do you
1: want this right yeah
0: (laughs) and if they say yes you're like great here's the challenge link and it just adds that extra level of engagement yeah
1: yeah I like that But it also continues to do that, like, authority positioning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try that. Because I had a lot of success with the, like, tag someone who you think would benefit from this. You know, all of them self-selecting. So I had really good success with that Um, during the digital strategy intensive giveaway. So I'm definitely going to – I was planning on using that today when I was going in and posting. Um, But I do like the latter post too. So I'll try
2: that as well how do you feel challenge content wise does that part feel easy do you
1: feel ready there is there anything we need to kind of touch on there? i do not it's not ready basically (laughs) so the flow like that i decided on right was going to be like uh, each day is gonna the video for the challenge is going to be an igtv so then in their email that they're getting um Each day for the challenge, there will be a link to that IGTV and then there's going to be the worksheets. But I haven't created the worksheets yet either. So I need to create those videos and the worksheets this week. So and then the daily emails also, which won't really that'll just be like, you know, a template and then I'll change the links and stuff. So it won't be like anything too. And I'll be like lifting language from my social post for that day. I have the social post for. um each day of the challenge created so basically like that's the highest level item and then like the igtv gets more specific the email will have also some specifics that the igtv doesn't have and then uh the worksheet so i just have to like repurpose all that content basically into the videos and the worksheets and the emails um which is like basically i'm not i'm like you're i think i have Either I'm doing that, like, all day tomorrow or all day Friday. Basically, I blocked out just all day. I don't think it will even take me, like, more than half a day to do those things. But obviously, they have to happen and I'll get them done.
0: Totally. One thing I would say there is to remember that, like, based on how we're running it, there's a very high likelihood that a lot of people will join during the challenge. Yeah. So – Just remember that you're going to want to update your welcome email responder too. That's basically like getting updated every day with links from the previous days so that people can dive in right away. I would also say you can have your VA edit your promo post to say like, we're doing this now and we're on day two. You can still join us.
1: Okay. I think I have language in, I I do. I have that actually. Like you can go catch up on day one and two. And you know, don't worry. You can still get all the information from day one, two, and three. And so I did work that into those posts already. Um, but yeah, that is a good point. I was trying to figure out how I'm going to do that with, like, yeah, people joining mid challenge and like what they're getting and what they're seeing.
0: Just a quick tip here that I want to take a moment to point out is that people always sign up during a challenge. And I feel like so many people feel like day one promotion stops. And I just wanted to share that because it's actually the opposite. our brains are so programmed to like want what's right in front of us. So a lot of times when we're promoting a challenge two weeks out, a week out, sometimes it's easy for people to kind of blow that off. But when they know like it's already started and we're on day three and they're like, oh my God, I could like catch up today and get right in it. It is such an exciting thing for our little monkey minds, right? And so just knowing that we behave like that, is so useful because then you can keep promoting during the challenge instead of letting that kind of be the time where you're just focusing inward. still continue to focus outward on that promo because more and more people will join during. It always happens. Again, it's the way our mind works and it makes the work you're putting into the challenge so worth it because you're still having new people get on your list, get in your group, etc. the whole time that that's happening. So really keep in mind that during a challenge, you can continue to to promote throughout it, and you will literally continue to retain the people that are in it, but also get more along the way, which is so so helpful for you for the work you're putting into a challenge. So, basically, what I would do is just update the welcome email every day with, like, hey, welcome, here's links for day one, hey, welcome, here's links for day one and day two. Like,
1: just keep adding to it every okay. day. Okay, okay, that's probably the easiest, yeah. So, I don't have to go yeah. change anything else,
0: but since you already have that language. What I would say is take the promotional post, add that language to it, and have your VA also sharing that in other groups
1: during the challenge. Yes, that's definitely – no, I'm definitely going to be, like, promoting it. Like, you don't worry, you can still join, like, still so much information. Like, that's definitely happening. And she and I already talked about that.
2: Perfect. Yeah, because
0: sometimes what we do is we, like, forget that we can, like – we say that on our page, but we forget we
2: can put that everywhere else too
1: yeah yeah so that i'm definitely gonna have like right now i have it mapped where like and there will be an insta story like every day that literally just says like don't worry like you can still join like go to the link, um to sign up whatever so um so yeah i um have that like for sure because i do think that i would still i think i'll get like a a decent amount of registrants like during the week next week um and I'm fine with, like, I don't really have a goal. Like, I want – I I haven't decided, like, oh, I want, you know, 50 registrants or, in the challenge or something like that. I haven't really decided because I'm also, like, this is part of my funnel, basically. So I just, like, want the challenge to be great and, like, the content to be super great so that I can, like, continue to use it in the future. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, like, I want people to join, obviously, but that's not really, like, the biggest goal of this challenge. It's, like, to have it. And make it evergreen. Perfect.
0: So tell me where you're at in terms of like two things that we want to make sure to keep checking in on, which is like team and time. (laughs) Which obviously go hand in hand, but give me like a little update Yeah.
1: So team has been good. So like I got last week, I told all of my clients I'm going to put them on Slack. So that's great. Everybody was fine Ah. with that. Yeah. So now we're like, we just were talking about like workflow, you know, every um client is going to have their own channel and that's like client facing channels and then you know i have a general channel that we can talk about internal stuff on um so that everybody's on the same page that
0: is so good that is gonna feel so freaking good to yeah you. so i just
1: have and what's interesting like two of my clients already use slack internally so i was just like can we get my va and OBM added to your slack because they like multiple people are on it so it's not like i can have them be in my Slack, mm-hmm. it's just not gonna work, mm-hmm. and so I told, and so like everybody's fine with that, like it just is what it is, right? So that's fine. So they're gonna get added to those, so it'll still like all exist. And we have you know any internal communication will still happen in my Slack workspace. Um,
2: but if they need
1: to like follow up or whatever, like they can do it in the workspace that the client already has set up. Um, so yeah, I just have to like make that transition with them. So now like any new clients will be on Slack, so that's great. Um, so that's probably going to happen, like, probably this week because the OBM is, like, handling most of that. Yeah, so that's been good. I just, like, my VA is just, continues to be the best thing that ever happened to me. So that's great. I just keep giving her more things and she keeps doing them really well. Um... So yeah, I just keep trying to be like, oh, maybe my VA could do that. And then like I ask her and she's like, yeah, sure. Let me take a shot. And then she does. <laughs> and then it's great. And then I'm like, great. You're doing this now. So, so that's been good. Um, and then, yeah, so I feel good about my workflow right now. It's just like I have the space to be focused a lot on the challenge, which is like what I really want. Right. So it's like I do feel like I have that space. Like I didn't work I worked in the morning yesterday and that was it because then we had the house closing. So that was great. Like, um, I worked, much, you know, I just like to be able to, like, if I need, like, I'm probably going to go to the grocery store after this for like a little while. and like, that's fine. Cause I'm not like, oh, I have so much shit to do. Right. Or like, or, uh, even yeah. if I'm just like, you know, I don't have a ton of shit that has to get done this second today. Um. So, yeah, so it's it's good so far, I think. And that's why I think I'm just like really happy about like where things have like landed and like just using this situation to my advantage, kind of. And it feels good right now.
0: Well, I think it's also such a good reminder of like how fast things can shift. Like last week, it was basically like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Like this is so intense. And now you're like, "Ah, I'm going to like take the day off, go to the grocery store. It's all good. It's like working back out. And I think it's just like really helpful to see those shifts in our business like you were coming back from vacation and being sick and all of these things you know the client left whatever like just everything can work out so quickly if we let it right yeah and
1: it definitely was like obviously like I'm in a space where it's like I know it's fine and like all of those things yeah like more logistical part of things like I know it's fine and I'm like not freaking out about it but just like having like the mindset of being like okay that's fine like okay i'm gonna now i have this opportunity to like restructure it a little bit and that's like totally cool and gonna end up serving me better even in the future so um i think that like ha- coming to that realization was like super helpful just in terms of my outlook on things
0: Something that I know to be true that I've experienced myself that every client I have has experienced and it's just so important to remember and it's so hard to remember when you're in it is that everything changes so fast in business, right? You change your energy and your outcome will change, right? You can be like stressed one week and on top of the world the next or you can have a bad day in business on a Monday and have an amazing day on a Tuesday. And it's so important to remember that because when we're in those times of feeling stressed, we feel like it's going to last forever. And when we're in those times of feeling really, really We're trying to protect for like never feeling bad again. But if you can kind of just get into that headspace of like everything always changes, it's always going to change and it's okay. I just have to keep changing my energy to get back to where I want to be. You are going to be able to roll with the punches so much more and you're going to be so much more in charge of how you feel each day. When it feels really bad for it to feel bad or when it feels good, you're constantly worried about it feeling bad again. You're in a trap, right? When you're like, It's fine. It all shifts so fast. Like I might have a bad day today and I could have a great day tomorrow. You just let yourself go with the flow, which is so important because what you would do instead is just beat yourself up and stay in that bad bad place for longer and longer and longer, right? So just a reminder, and you can see that with Sam is like, it can be so stressful at one moment feel on top of the world and so much better than next and your energy is the thing that's going to dictate that feeling the most and so being able to let it come in let yourself flow with it and know that it will always continue to change is such a gift you can give yourself that helps you move forward so much faster absolutely And obviously even changing – like sometimes it's like chicken or egg, right? But it's like you changing your outlook also changed the circumstances, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, yeah, it was all like – I was really mostly annoyed at the agency just because like that was like I felt – you know, when you're already annoyed. So then something happens that's totally normal. You're like, this is the worst. But it's really just a normal thing. But you're already annoyed. And that's kind of how I was last week. And this week I'm more like, oh, okay, it's fine. Like whatever, I'll figure it out. No big deal. Like a little bit more. um, Go with the flow, I guess. And just coming out totally. from a
0: happier place, so good. So basically, you have the time and space right now, like to get totally back into challenge. It feels good to be in challenge mode. Yeah, uh, you feel like you know what's going on there. In terms of really like bringing that to completion is there anything that feels like we need to talk about there or do you feel like we kind of covered it all and that feels good i don't
1: think so i feel good like really the only things were like more logistic questions which we like talked about last time and then this time too so it's like logistically i feel like um it's good i just like kind of have to like remember you know remember like be braggy kind of right like remember like totally. my talking points kind of right and then um yeah. And actually, this is a good
0: reminder of like even doing that in the videos. Right. Yeah. Like for the challenge, like being really specific and being like, this one strategy netted me this much, or I used this strategy when a client's revenue jumped by this, or like really throwing that like kind of like ownership of results and even bragging element into even the videos, because basically all of this is designed to continue to upsell anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's interesting because sometimes we can be like, you know, that's where we let that part go. Like,
1: obviously, I need to do it in the
0: promo post, but then I forget to do it
1: in the videos, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just have to, like, make sure either I just go over that before I record the videos or, like, have it up as a talking point or something like that just to help me remember.
0: I think something that might be helpful and maybe you already have this, but, but let's talk about it for a second is, like, do we have, like, all I know we've gotten better at having like your results as talking points but
1: do we have like client results listed somewhere I I do have some but I was like going back and looking to try and figure out if there was like any that I forgot about um like any or like anything more specific that I could point to so um like I had this one client who they launched in October so I was going to go back and look at their numbers just to see like growth and stuff like that um for them because I wanted some like more specific results that I could speak to. Yeah,
0: because when you can use that as an example for like what you're teaching, that just lands so much more. Right. Exactly. In terms of your bullet points, say them again. I know you said them earlier, but basically, like I made this much at my job, like literally walk me through them first. Yeah.
1: So it's like I grew my business to fifty thousand dollars in recurring revenue while I, you know. Was working at a 95 job and that was like without me working. I was gonna try and put a number on it. Like, I don't know, but it was like I was definitely working on my business like less, probably like 15 hours a week, I would say, or less um, at that point. And then, so I was like, not sure if I wanted to add that or if that was gonna muddy the waters a little bit. So I have to think about that a little bit.
0: I would definitely add that. And I would even add more specifics in terms of like, Like a high pressure, high salary, nine to five. Okay. Because I think what people are quick to do is kind of like write things off. Like, okay, she was on a nine to five, but there's no way hers was as stressful as mine. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, okay, she was on a nine to five, but she was probably working like 30 hours a week still. Okay. Right. So like adding those specifics where like somebody's like, oh, damn. Okay. Well, like.
1: I'm also making six figures and feel really high pressure, like maybe this is something to think about. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting too, because it kind of ties it back to like my target audience there too. Yeah. Yeah. And then my other one is, you know, grew my business, scaled my business by 150k in 2019. 100,000 of that was in less than six months. And I was doing three hours or less of I was gonna actually it's probably like five or less hours of lead gen per month that's really yeah. good that's that specificity
0: is yeah, great. so that's mm-hmm. like I really know that like added a hundred k uh revenue
1: in six months on less than five hours of lead gen, firm. yeah um yeah, and then I want and then for client wins, it's you know I've worked with new newer businesses to um you know double their revenue um like within the first, I have, that's one thing I have to look at is within the first what months of working with me, cause I think it's three, but I want to double check that number. And then, um, you know, I've worked with clients who are bringing in, you know, multiple millions, tens of millions of dollars a year in profits. Um, so that's why I want to get a little bit, a few more specifics. Like I want to do, if I can, I have to go back and look at is it, Was it within three months that they doubled their revenue? And then I'd like to try to put a client number also. So I'm going to have to ask a couple of my clients, like, um, how many clients before working with me versus after working with me. Because I'd like to have a dollar and a client number. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's another one that I have to um get numbers on.
0: Something else that would be really helpful for you is to go back and look at your own income hmm Right? Meaning, like, I, I'm just making this up, right? But you could have been, like, I had an XK month. <laughs> I was able to consistently make XK per month. Like, that specificity is really helpful.
2: Okay.
0: Or, like, I've been making uh, five-figure months consistently for the last year or whatever. Okay. Because those are the things that people are, like, specifically craving, right?
1: Yeah. I guess that's true. A lot of people refer it to like how much you're making per month, not necessarily how much you're making per year. Well, and it's
0: nice because you can play with that in a bunch of different ways, but being able to say both and know the facts for both actually make it a little bit easier because then you're not just like copy pasting the same bullet points all the time, but you're saying the same thing.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And it's really nice to have different ways to play with that, to be able to be like, the top five lead generation tools that took me to um, consistent 10K months for the last year versus the top five lead generation tools that helped me add 100K in revenue. Both are great. Mm-hmm. And being able to play with both is even better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to have a little bit of variety, not like, you know, just in how I'm saying it.
0: Totally. And then um, client stories are are also something I would even try to, like, think about or grasp, like, that client you're thinking about, okay, we did a launch in October. Like, what lead gen tool did you use and how can you tell that story? Okay.
1: Yeah. Because that was a lot of cross promotion. So, um, and that's one of the strategies and the challenge. Yeah. That's, I would basically for each strategy
0: have, a, a like, story. I'll even put that a to-do list on your to-do list, but associate a client or
2: personal story. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Okay. Last thing on that that I want to point out and say too is you said something like working for a business that are making over ten million.
2: Uh Like, it's not really fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I wonder about using that sometimes though, because it's like not. I I feel like my audience like isn't necessarily trying to build a multi million dollar business, but it's impressive. So I don't know.
0: Well, two things there. And actually, I think I mentioned this in the lead page, so this is like a relevant point, but like you don't necessarily need an audience that's looking to build a million dollar business, but I think you wanna be careful to market, to not market too, too much to the people that are also just looking to build the like couple thousand dollar business, because then your your price point doesn't make sense. Right, yeah. Like you do want it to be the people who at the very least are like in the six figure goal range, right?
1: yeah for sure
0: um and it's not necessarily that they have that goal but it's that you have that knowledge so that what you're basically able to say is like the knowledge gained by being behind the scenes in a 10 million dollar
2: business will help you grow to six figures easily got it okay yeah that makes sense it's like um i mean this is just an
0: example but it's like your OBM, like, you loved that she was already working in other six-figure businesses. Yeah. That makes it more of a no-brainer because you're like, oh, okay, well, you have that knowledge
2: set. Got it.
0: Okay. Right? So that's a really important one. Not that they have to aspire to be that, but in terms of showing, like, your skill level, mm-hmm. you're not a coach that they're going to outgrow. Right. You're like, I, I can, like, play at the level of $10 million business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That
2: makes sense.
0: Where, and, and like, quite honestly, in the coaching industry, and this is like, <laughs> kind of a problem, but it's like, is what it is. But like, people want to hire like, way above the grade of what they
1: need. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, the person who hasn't had a client yet wants to hire the person with a million dollar business kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you might as well just own some of that even more. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I think one thing I'll point out just cuz I'm like this too but like because we're enneagram 8s like that stuff doesn't impress us very right. much. Yeah. <laughs> like to the point where we'd be like, "Okay, like, right. Good for you. Cool. Whatever." Right. We're like way more impressed with like um how a person operates, that kind of thing, but like most people are very impressed with that and so it's kind of like separating yourself out a little bit there.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: from it where it's not necessarily like what Sam would be most interested in but like broad scale what are the majority of your people most interested in hearing
1: yeah yeah that makes sense like what's going to connect for them
0: because for you like that that's not going to do it for you as much you know yeah no
1: literally I like actively will be like all right cool like what do you you want a cookie like I don't know what you want me to say to you
0: do you want a sticker or gold star exactly but like most people that are eight, let's say, <laughs> yeah, are going to be like, okay,
2: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't care how much you make. You can make a dollar or a million dollars. But if it's, like, something you've been, like, trying really hard to do and then you get it, then I'm going to be, like, really excited for you. Like, yeah. But, like, the accomplishment, but, like, not the thing. But, yeah, not everybody thinks like that. So that makes sense, like, kind of communicating it in a different way.
0: Totally. And especially let's think about your people for a second. Like what they feel like is that they don't know shit about business. Mm -hmm. That's like the overarching mentality with them, right? Like I want to start or I want to grow, but like, I just really don't even know how to grow a business. Like I have a nine to five, like I don't really know what I'm doing. So when you're like, well, I even know what I'm doing up to a $10 million business. Right. You're hitting right on that pain point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That does. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: And that's what you're really good at is, like, making it about the how. Right. Like, I will literally teach you how. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Like, this is
0: actionable.
1: Like, you could do this. Mm -hmm. Which
0: is exactly what they need to hear. So
1: just, like, reinforcing that there is, like, valuable. Yeah. No, that does make sense. And that's, like, something I should, like, try to keep in mind of, like, you know, varying, like, how I'm communicating that. Not necessarily just, like, what. I think is important, but, like, other things that might be important to my target audience and, like, how they perceive, you know, what's important.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, I can just say
0: this having uh, walked this path myself, but I do think it's, a, like, being an eight in marketing is a little confusing.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because... We're, like, we have a very different view. We're, like, kind of, like, rule breakers and unimpressed by, like, the norm kind of things, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And so when someone's, like, I'll tell you exactly how, that's, like, super unimpressive for us. Right. Like, when someone markets to, like, I'll tell you exactly how, I'm, like, fuck you, I'll do it my own way. (laughs) Yeah
1: yeah <laughs> right
0: um, but like the again, the vast majority of people like are basically like in the mentality of like if you would just tell me how, yeah, and like the good thing about being an eight is you're really happy to tell them how,, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you like, just don't, don't want ever... someone else telling you,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, like <laughs> I don't ever feel like we're like, oh. I can't tell them how it'll be competition or whatever I'm like no, no no you can do it because like I know I'm great at it so it's like if you could be good at it too that's great but like I'm awesome so that's not it's like not competition
0: not a worry exactly yeah. so it's like cool to be able to see both sides of that spectrum right so like for your personality it's like going to be more effortful and remembering to market to these certain things that would not necessarily be impressive to you like I'll tell you how to do it and here are my accomplishments and these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But for you, it's much easier on the other end because you're happy to teach and tell them how in that way. So it's just kind of remembering that tweak and how in marketing you're going to have to be like a little bit more intentional than
1: you would normally be. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just need to like have write a list and then like have that like whenever I'm creating content, basically like, okay, did I do it? Like, did I say this? Did I say this? Okay, did I say it in like a different way? Totally.
0: We can make, like, a more specific one in Basecamp, but as simplistic as, like, the list is, like, build credibility, i.e. share my results and my client results. Be clear that you'll tell them how.
2: <laughs> hmm hmm
0: Right? And then speak directly to their pain points. That was another thing that we had played with on the landing pages. You kind of, like, went right into it and forgot to share, like, the pain point of where they're at. Yeah. Again, because, like, you wouldn't necessarily be motivated by a pain point. hmm Right? Um, but like, I mean, I can make a more specific list than you for you. But like, even just those three things are so meaningful in terms of this, right?
1: Right. Yeah. And just like continuing to communicate that like everywhere, all the time.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Be the broken record. So you guys know that I'm gonna harp on Sam on this forever, right? But like, and and all of you too, right? All of my other clients as well. But like. In your content, really focusing on the credibility and how you're positioning yourself is so freaking important, right? It doesn't matter anymore just what you know, it matters why people should learn that from you, right? So Sam can't just say like, I know a lot about digital strategy. She has to tell them why she knows a lot about that, why they should learn it from her, why they should spend their precious time in her challenge, right? And so this is just such an interesting and important point to remember because most people wanna play down their part of it, right? Or they just completely forget that it's even important. But people online don't know us, right? So continuing to establish that credibility And saying, like, I've run a digital marketing agency for years and all of that kind of stuff is really, really valuable because then people can connect, like, well, of course it makes sense to spend time in her challenge, then, right? And so, really helping people make that connection saying that over and over again is going to be surprisingly valuable in how well you convert how easily people jump into your challenge and how much you establish yourself as an expert which ultimately influences sales right so keep this in mind really focus on that credibility Telling them how, positioning yourself as the person that will tell them that, why you're the person to tell them that is so useful and is something to continue to check back in on and to make sure you're doing over and over again in your business. Which is funny because it's just different. Like you don't have to do this in the agency in the same way. So it's just like you're just picking up a slightly different skill here.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In the agency, you're pretty much like, do you want me to do your shit? And people are like, yes, please. <laughs> I'm like,
1: all right, great. Good. We're done. <laughs> Perfect.
0: And now you're like, cool. I You almost have to lead with like, I'm amazing and the best person you could hire to coach. And then they're like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> like you kind of have to do that work up front.
1: Right. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: All right. So I think you're set for the challenge. I will put on that list in for messaging and the other to-dos in terms of capturing that. And then just feel free to keep sending stuff to me too, just so I can be a filter for that. Like not even in terms of like all the things you might, you know, need feedback on or whatever, but just like, hey, can you run through this and scan for like, am I hitting the bragging
2: points? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So well, I'll definitely
1: let you know So I'm working on all that probably tomorrow. So I'll be able to send it over to you. Perfect. Cool. All
0: right. You're amazing thanks you're
1: doing awesome yeah i feel good about it so um i feel good about everything right now so that's i was i'm happy i'm in a better space and slash mood about it today than i was last week so
0: helpful. I'm, like, just always so, like, in, like in excited by that, too, like, when that happens for clients or when that happens for me or whatever. It's just, like, it's such a reminder everything's temporary. Like, when you're in that moment, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to hate the agency forever or whatever, and then you, like, get out of it five days
1: later, and you're like, actually, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so I like it. I mean, I just like my like mindset to match the rest of me and the rest of me is always like, no, no, no. I want to feel like really productive and like really great and like really confident about everything. So like when I'm not feeling like that, it just really I'm like, this is slowing me down and it's dumb.
0: And I don't like it. And um, I
1: don't like well, it. Well, I mean,
0: like, listen, that's mindset 101, right? Is like your mindset can be the thing that slows you down. So like so beautiful to just like get that in check.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Amazing. All right, cool. Um, keep me posted in Beast Camp. I'll put this stuff in. You're going to kill this challenge, and we'll go from there. Okay, that sounds good. All right, bye. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you wanna hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.